Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you all? How are you all? Sorry I'm a little bit late. Sorry we had to change the times. It's all a bit upside down at the moment. Um, everybody is ill. I'm not feeling great. Mark is really ill. Dina has done in her hip and can hardly walk. She went to a party last night and danced. <laughs> And now she's messaging all around all of us going, has anyone got an appointment coming up with the osteopath because I need it? And then my mum's not well. Um, yeah, so it's a real bit of a tits up thing at the moment. Also, I, um, I, you know, I don't have any ADHD medication last few days and I'm feeling a bit... So please forgive me. And as I was just saying over on Instagram, I have different prescription in each eye so I've got a right hand um lens and a left hand lens for my contact lenses <laughs> but I can't find any of the right hand lenses if you saw my room at the moment oh my god I might post it later actually because it's just so bad it is so bad it, it's like a maniac has gone in there so anyway I can't find my right hand lenses and so I've got two left hand lenses in so I'm a little bit skew with. So I've got these. Because <laughs> even though I wear lenses, I still need to wear um, uh, reading glasses. <laughs> this one is really scratched on the right side. So anything could happen. How are you all? How are you all doing? Who saw the live reveal of the ski lodge yesterday? And did you like it? Was anyone brought round to our way of thinking? Hmm? Morning, Elizabeth. Morning, Raspberry Mojito. Morning, Margaret. Morning, Carla. Morning, morning, Corabel. Morning, Ellery, Michelle, Margaret, the country pumpkin. Good ship. Lollipop. Um, yeah, so who watched the reveal last night? Did you like it? Ah, ah. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It looks fantastic. Morning to Coffee Moaners. Good morning. Good morning, Coffee Moaners on podcast. Hope you're all well. It's that week, isn't it? Just, it's the week before the last week of Christmas. And though I don't feel well, I'm like, terror. I'm hoping that I've got away with it for next week. But I'm fearing that it will really kick in next week. And I've got everything next week. I've got the Lucy Moon Christmas party. I've got um, Hannah and Kaz and Tits coming over for a sleepover, girly sleepover. And I'm really frightened I'm going to be ill. <sighs> so I'm just half fighting off. I said to Mark today, it's just got to be only pure vegetables, bone broth and vitamins. Um, okay, so today we're going to be talking about um, Oprah Winfrey admission around her weight loss. Um absolutely shocking story now don't forget we haven't done um coffee money for a couple of days so i know this is a couple of days old but both mark and i are just so horrified by this story of a woman in ohio who was arrested after she had a miscarriage at home and um yeah it opens up the uh, wider topic so we'll be talking about miscarriage I can talk about that at the end if you like if if that might trigger anybody that's probably what i'll do is actually i'll park it at the end 
um, because it is quite a distressing story actually so that you can choose to check out if you want also um a woman who uh, had to walk home alone um and and um took her late at night and took her boss to a tribunal represented herself and it's a very interesting story that i would like to have your opinions on look somebody there saying oprah i never really liked her okay right let's start with oprah so in case you don't know the story so oprah winfrey has it's interesting all the different um uh, headlines because it's just everywhere this story today whether it's reveals admits finally admits all the different headlines so there's, there's quite a, a fair amount of judgment within it so um so there has been speculation about this quite dramatic weight loss that um that oprah winfrey has had and she has now confirmed uh with an this is with an exclusive interview with the people with people that she has in fact used a weight loss medication um and um i got it's weird i've got lots of different thoughts about this um now she hasn't said which one it is but of course all the speculation is that it's one of the ozempex um weight loss thingies um <clears throat> first of all she's also oh and of course she's also of course um the weight watchers ambassador and she has i think she has shares in weight watchers and i think she has shares in weight watchers as well now first of all i would like to state that i love oprah winfrey always have have all do you know what i discovered today this is interesting little fact. She's never gone to therapy. Now, you would think she'd had loads of therapy, wouldn't you? But she's never had therapy. Um, <clears throat> years ago, she came on Loose Women. I always, I often say, actually, it was one of my, she was one of my favourite guests <clears throat> because she has this incredible star quality. As she walked through backstage, I remember watching her come through the cafe most stars, you hardly notice them. It's really weird. They just, and, and I think because a lot of actors, they sort of fill up with the characters that they've played and they quite, they can be quite like almost empty shell-like. It's really weird. But anyway, Oprah, she just, just this presence around her. She had an incredible aura around her. And it wasn't because she was like walking in a showy way. It wasn't that. It was just... Just something very about her. I almost always agree with any advice I've ever heard her give. And, um, you know, she had an unbelievably horrendous, difficult childhood, sexual assault, violence, all sorts of things. She is really somebody that turned her life around. Now, I know she's not everybody's cup of tea, totally, and, you know, different folks, different strokes. And I think, I think with some people here, it's how American she is. You know, she's very, like, you know, she's very, um, yeah, she's very American. She can lean towards schmaltzy. And I think a lot of people here went off her because after the Harry and Meghan interview. Though I have to say, you know, with the Harry and Meghan interview, I think she was, like... I think she was a bit steamrolled there because she quite often said, I had no idea they were going to say that. I had no idea they were going to say that. Um, so anyway, but so, so parking that interview, I've, I've always, I've always thought she was, 
pretty damn amazing. And I've always connected with her on her, um, you know, weight fluctuating in the way that it has fluctuations over the years. Um, there's interesting, something I was reading today is in the New York Post. There was a doctor there saying, if you think about it, Oprah has proven that weight loss, because people, and me and Jane Morris have this discussion, people that have never have to worry about their weight or have never used food in an addictive way, in a, in a, um, what's the word? Uh, what's it called when you try and, God, sorry, I haven't had my ADHD medication. My brain's literally chopped up into pieces. Um, you know, self-medicate. People that have never done that, have never used food to self-medicate or anything, don't understand. They still think it's about willpower. It's just about willpower. And so um, this doctor in the New York Post today was saying, this more than anything proves that it's not. Oprah has the meat. Now, let's not forget, she's a multi-multi-millionaire. She has a full-time chef. She can have the best trainers in the world. She could pay somebody to sit on her all day so that she doesn't go to the fridge, right? She's also an incredibly motivated person. She's a hard-working person. She's a focused person. She's ambitious. She's a go-getter. She's a very beautiful woman. She has everything, everything at her fingertips to help her lose weight. And you remember famously years ago, she dragged across the stage a, um, it was kind of like a trolley with uh, animal fat of the 67 pounds that she had lost. And she was evangelical about the weight that she lost. And of course, eventually she put it back on and then a bit more, like I always said, I'd put on weight and then I would, I would lose weight and then I'd put on weight and go on a diet, lose weight, and then um, <clears throat> put it back on with a bit more. So I always said, dieted my way to obesity, you know, because every diet I would end up fatter eventually than I was before. Um, I don't know if she ever did Overeaters Anonymous like, like, like I did, or never did that kind of like the, the brain connection to the emotional eater, I, I, I don't know. But I think we can safely say she has tried everything and she has everything at her fingertips. So for all those people that say, you know, just pull yourself together and eat less, it just ain't that easy. It ain't that easy. And so she has now said that she has used a weight loss medication. Now, there will be many people that might feel that this is totally wrong, just morally wrong. There are people that think, somebody just said on my Instagram, it's annoying for her because her son is struggling to get Ozempic and he's diabetic, because we mustn't forget. We don't know that she's got on Ozempic though. There are many different ones. Um, but, but you know, and this person on Instagram just said to me, oh, you know, I'm, I, it, it enrages me because I've got diabetes and my son needs this medication. So there's that side to it as well. Also, I think that there is just, God, I mean, I would have just been so jealous. I would have been like, oh my God, Wegovy. Danielle, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> I just don't know how to say it, Wegovy. Um, yeah, so, um, oh God, where was I? My train of thought's gone again. It's terrible. 
Isn't it terrible? Yeah, so there's all these different reasons. I would have been very jealous. I think some people do get really envious of people that can pay for it. Um, she has said that she has had an absolute lifetime of people using her weight against us, against her. I'd forgotten, actually. I don't know if any of you remember this. That years ago, she said, I'm done with all the shaming about my weight. Um, where is the, where is this, this particular quote, which I had forgotten about, um, where she was absolutely humiliated on live television. It's the fashion show. <laughs> well, anyway, she, her, oh, Joan, Joan Rivers. Oh, no sound. That's because somebody called. Uh, is the sound back? Is it back? Oh, it's back. Thank you. Anyway, very she's the whole of her career, no matter what she's done, it always comes back to her weight. Where is her weight? You know, people sh fat shaming her, people shaming her for going on a diet, people shaming her for, for, for coming off the diet. So indicative of what so many women go through. And that has been her journey. Now, when you go back to that, you know, when I go back and I think, God, I only found out today she'd never had any therapy and she had that enormously, you know, terribly difficult childhood. I'm not bloody surprised that she um, self-medicated with food. Um, but anyway, she is really, really happy about um, her choice. She is still, um, you know, eating well. She finishes eating at four o'clock and drinks a gallon of water and exercises regularly. But she said the rat-tat-tat, the constant thought about food has gone and that's amazing. Now, I think she's now on a maintenance plan because if you go on these weight loss drugs and then you come off them, there obviously is that real risk that you're just going to go back to eating and putting on the weight. I've actually seen a couple of um, people in showbiz, I'm not going to say, that just look so terrible. So terrible. Because there are side effects. You can get this facial ageing, which is just like it, it really intense. Yeah, I think Sharon Osborne, you're there saying Sharon Osborne has really, um, has really suffered with it, hasn't it? Now, the thing is, also, obesity causes so many other health um, problems, doesn't it? And I mean, you know, when you think about the gastric band is used often now for people that are really struggling with obesity, gastric band, because they actually know though it's again it's a risky thing gastric band you're not great for you are you getting enough food but when you weigh out the pros and cons of obesity and all the things that can that can come from that you know it's it's a bit of a game isn't it um <clears throat> but this is what i wanted to ask you okay has anybody here ever joined Weight Watchers, been on Weight Watchers. I did years ago. Years and years ago, in fact, I was an ambassador for Weight Watchers. Years ago. God, maybe 30 years ago. Um, I actually now, I don't know if they still do calorie counting. I don't think they do. I do not believe in calorie counting. Not at all. It is such an old-fashioned thing that it's been debunked, actually, by many. The whole idea of calories, I think, is just 
ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. You know me now. I have, I have about 20% of the time I'll have something that would be deemed bad, but I never say bad, something indulgent. And the rest of the time I just try and eat <clears throat> really healthily. And, um, but I never count, a cal never count a calorie. So, Slimming World people, so what do you think about the connection with Weight Watchers and uh, Ozempec or whatever, the Wegonivy or whatever? Because they do, you can now get it. I know in, in America completely, and I just was looking on the UK site and there is a waiting list. And I just wondered how anybody was feeling that might have been a long-term um, member of Weight Watchers, because there are some people that, that, that have been for 20 years, 20, 30 years have been going and go, still go to the meetings and the maintenance meetings and all of that. And I just wondered, did, did, does anybody feel like, you know, almost betrayed by this? That now that they're saying, well, listen, you can, you can take, you can take this injection. Um, interesting that there's a waiting list on the UK site. I wonder how much it's going to cost. Now, the thing is, one could say, oh, well, what a con. You know, all these years they've been just saying, you know, just, just follow this plan and exercise which is kind of what I felt when I first found out that Weight Watchers were going to be doing it. But actually, now I feel differently, though I haven't got a... I'm not really strong in one camp or the other. I think we tend to do that too much these days, aren't we? Don't we? We one or the other, which I'm just like... I'm just still sort of thinking about it. And I suppose we've moved on so much with the way that we talk about weight loss and weight gain and the way that we treat it. And we, now we have an understanding that some people just have a compulsion. And, and I mean, my, my compulsive overeating is connected to my ADHD. Who would have known that? You know? So, yes, a Weight Watchers bought into healthcare platform offering Ozempec. Yeah. What do you think about that? Is there anybody here that feels like they've almost been betrayed? Sunita, I got fed up calorie counting for Weight Watchers. I know. Do you know, I think the whole calorie thing was discovered something like a hundred years ago. And it's if you actually look into it, it's just, it's a very inexact thing. You know, it's like I've said before, you could look at a bag of crisps and you could look at half an avocado and you could say, oh, the crisps are less calories than the avocado. This is what I used to do for years. So I would eat the bag of crisps. Now, the way a bag of crisps works in your body, even though it might be less calories, isn't going to be the way in the way an avocado does. So it's literally bonkers. Oh, is there, is there somebody trolling? Oh, is there? Oh, God. Can can somebody Michelle? Are you are you watching? Could you if there's a troll? Could you delete them? Let's just ignore them. That's what I say. Ignore them. Ignore them. Ignore them. Where are they? Um, I don't want to waste our time together. So just just ignore them. We'll deal with it afterwards. Um. Yes, to be able to not be thinking about food all day would be fantastic, says Belle One. Thank you. That is the thing. And that's what people that just say, well, just eat less, don't understand. I mean, I really, it was going to Overeaters Anonymous that really helped me understand that and really helped me, you know, 
work out that connection. Um, but my, my ADHD medication has really helped me with the compulsive eating. You know, I will, I eat, I eat when I want, but I don't over, I don't keep eating beyond and past it, which I would do, which I would just keep eating without thinking. Gemma, Jerry, I'm so depressed about my weight. So for those people, what's this feel like when you see this in the press? Does it feel like, oh God. Oh, I mean, I the other day on Loose Women, we were talking about, oh God, that terrible case of a woman that bought what she thought was Ozempec on, on, um, online. Please, nobody, nobody buy anything like that online. Please don't, please don't. She nearly died. She got sent pure insulin. But, you know, and every, you know, a lot of people on this room say, well, you know, you've just got to be sensible. You've got to just not do these things. But I think sense, sense goes out the window, doesn't it? When you, when you just get in that obsessive place about your weight and about the way you look and you just can't stop the never ending cycle of binging and starving and binging and starving. It's just horrendous. And, um, so I said, you know, if, if all of, if the internet had been available to me when I was young, I think I would have ended, wound up dead. Honestly, I, I'm not exaggerating with that because I would have, I would have just taken those risks. Please don't. Honestly, this woman was so lucky to survive that. Yeah, it's so dangerous. Don't buy any bloody drugs off the internet. Erin Bullimore, calorie is just a measurement of energy release, but not all foods release energy in the same way. There you go, Bading. Don't count calories. Stop it today. If you can't count calories, forget it. Forget it. It's just a road to hell. And I think, well, 100% in my, in my opinion, it made me really obsessed. So I was constantly going back to my notebook and looking at my calories and thinking, well, what could I squeeze in there? It made me think about food more than anything when I was counting calories. And actually, that's what we want to get away from. We want to get away from thinking about it. Just get on with our fucking lives. Um, yeah, but um, have a look. Have a look. Read the article. Read the full article with um, with um, Oprah because it was yeah, it's quite interesting. It was interesting. I felt for her. I think I, I support her in it, and I think what the hell, you know, up to her, up to her. Um, okay. So, um, what was the next one? Oh, right. This is interesting. I wonder what you thought about this. So, this, um, now, this was of particular interest to me because um, our daughter was working for a particular company. I'll just put it that way. And um, they were, both the men and women, you know, were, would the shift goes to like one o'clock in the morning, right? And there were no exceptions made. The girls couldn't go home any earlier. And they also did nothing to help women get home safely. There was no, um, they weren't on great money. And this place was taking huge money. And they didn't pay for any Ubers or anything. Um... And just ignore, just ignore anyone who's being horrible, guys. Just pretend they're not there. It's the best way. It's the best way. Um, and so here we go. A woman who worked uh, late, late night shifts, right? A takeaway restaurant. And she was, um, she had, she was supposed to work till 11 o'clock at night. 
Right, hang on a second. Just one second. Just one second. Oh, so boring, isn't it? Just one second, guys. Let's get rid of this person. Just one second. Oh, so boring. Da, da, da. Right. So she she had agreed with her male boss that she was going to work a shift until 11, I think, every night. So, um, and she had loads of different jobs to do. Um, and a couple of times her boss would not let her um, go at 11. So she was walking at home, home at night. She was just takeaway cab, so she probably wasn't earning very much, couldn't afford a cab home. And um, she felt very unsafe walking home. And, and then one particular night when she was saying she wanted to leave her, Mads, Mads, Maddie, yeah. just be a little bit quiet, darling, because it's coming over onto the live. Um, sorry, by God, I've got every distraction today. <laughs> um, okay, so, um, yeah. So, and then one particular night, she asked to go home because it's at quarter past 11. She's getting nervous. And he got a bit, like, physical with her. Anyway, so proud of this woman. She took him to a tribunal represented herself and um, he was done for discrimination, a sexual discrimination um, because her walking home at night put her in danger in the way that it didn't uh, a male colleague. And she won. And she won 15 grand. Can you believe it? So I was just like, yay, Erin Brockovich. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting though isn't it because I was talking about so I was thinking you know like with my daughter and they want pretty girls working in this place you know um in these in these bars and but they don't want to they don't want to make sure that they're safe on the way home now so if you're working in a bar and it's late and then you've got to leave and you've got to go to the bus stop and you've got to walk to don't you think there should be a little sympathy an understanding for that and maybe a little maybe let the girls go home a bit earlier and then I was thinking you know maybe it should be law that women when they were and I was thinking oh my god it will be yet another reason for employers not to employ women mm, at childbearing age could go off and have a child oh menopausal could be a nightmare oh female and it's just not safe for them at dark in, in the dark and I just thought, me, we don't have half of a hard time. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, I, I literally, they should get them taxis home, Jenny. Yeah, but you see, you know, if you like a small takeaway shop, she's on the minimum wage, how much is a cab going to cost home? You know, it's, it's, it's it's a good one, but I wonder if this is going to set some sort of precedent. But, but I'm, I'm worried that the precedent will be that people will stop employing women for yet another reason. 
Ah, oh, 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 White Window. Yeah, you know, the thing is, if I had a teenage son and he was walking home, I would be just as scared because it's scary in a different way. But, you know, the figures are there. The figures are there. Sexual harassment and all of that. It, it is, it, they are much higher for women. Sorry, I felt a bit dizzy there. It's water. God, this is going well. I don't feel well. I've got trolls galore. Um, Mark is asleep. Oh, thank you, Michelle. Michelle is with me. Um, right. Uh, we're not going to have time for this last um, story. Well, actually, yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Now, this is, um, if you want to go now, this, is, this could be a triggering story because it's about a miscarriage and it's just horrific what happened to this woman. So if that could possibly trigger you, go off into your day. Just one second, I've just got the postman. Hang on. Yesterday, was it yesterday? Because that was just the postman boy. <laughs> was it yesterday when I was doing coffee moaning and the woman was like, and all you guys heard, oh, hi, is that you? I've got five kids, can I do a selfie? I thought, please not today. <laughs> all you guys are waiting. Um, so um, anyway, so if you, if you don't want to listen to this, it is a bit, it is reality TV, Elizabeth. This is a bit, I find this very, very upsetting having had um, a, you know, a number of miscarriages and actually a miscarriage at home where we did have, you know, where we ha had to go through a labour of sorts. So please leave if this is going to upset you. So um, this is, this was a woman in Ohio. Oh God, just looking at her face makes me want to cry. So she's facing criminal charge after a miscarriage. So this judge in Ohio has been accused of demonising pregnancy loss. My God, have they. So she is accused, wait for this, of abuse of a corpse. Right? Uh, this is a fifth degree felony. Um... Do you know what that means, though? <laughs> Neither do I. Which basically means she could have a, she could spend a year in prison, right? And this is because she flushed away the remains of her 22-week-old fetus, which she miscarried after it died in utero, right? Now, this is proven because she went to the hospital and they said that the baby had died, okay? Which is exactly what happened to me. I went to hospital, had the scan, and I was told that it had, you know, the baby had died. And then came back. Those that have that known us for a long time know this, know this story well. In fact, I was talking to Mark about it this morning. And I was saying, does it feel like so much of it a blur? A blur? I said, does it almost feel like sometimes like it didn't happen? And he said, yeah, it does. And then we were talking all about it again this morning. Poor with him and his in literally his deathbed. Not literally, I don't mean that, but I like literally prostate. Um, 
Anyway, so she, and we were trying to remember exactly how many weeks I was, and I can't, we couldn't remember. We think about 14 weeks, I think I was, anyway. So, so there's a lot of similarities, except she was much further on. She was 22 weeks. So she goes home and she goes through a labour, and um, like I did, and I tell you, it was so, it was so horrible, that labour, because it was, no, I hadn't been given anything, they didn't, didn't give me, I could have done it in the hospital, but I just wanted to go home, because I would have been on the blooming labour ward, if you can believe it, but anyway, so, so I came home and did it at home, and, um, and this must have been what, what, what happened with her, and she must have been sat on the loo, or, or whatever, but what do you do? So investigators were um, were um, called. Hang on, investigation. Investigators found fetal remains stuck in the toilet after a plumber uh, was called to her home. Oh my God! It's just so horrific. It's just unbelievable. Anyway, she was arrested and charged with abuse of a fetus. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Anyway. Um, judge Terrida ruled that her case should be passed to a grand jury despite... The expert testimony from a Dr. George Sturbentz, a forensic pathologist, that had said the fetus was non-viable. Um, and is this her lawyer said, if the state of Ohio, Ohio expects these women to fish remains from the toilet and deliver them to a hospital, funeral home or crematorium, the law needs to be changed. We aren't there yet. Isn't it petrifying? Isn't it just so petrifying? What is going on? And her, quite rightly, you know, her lawyer said, Brittany should be allowed to focus on taking care of herself after losing her pregnancy, but instead she's being forced to defend her actions in a moment that should have never been made public. In a separate case in Texas, uh, a judge... This is the first time it's happened, has granted a pregnant woman an emergency restraining order on the state of Texas so she can have an abortion because she has a child with a massive chromosomal abnormality, which means it would die on birth, or she could. She's had to go to court and get a restraining order on Texas to be able to have that. Sometimes I just feel like, is it us that's going mad or is it, I, I don't get it. But honestly, my heart went out to this woman. I mean, as you know, people that know us well and have listened, we were the same. We had this tiny fetus, as Mark was saying this morning, you know, it was just so, it was just so, you know, formed. And it was a, you know, and there was a, like, it was like in a big clot. So we, we didn't know what to do with it. So we put it in the freezer. Because it's like you're in shock, you know, like even this morning we were saying, what happened at what time and what did we do here and what did we do there? Anyway, we put it in the freezer and then a, a time later when we'd come out of all the shock and everything, we did do a actual proper burial and everything for it. So, 
you know, the thought that, like, maybe one day, this is how mad the world's become, maybe one day, you know, because it don't forget, it is still illegal in this country to have an abortion unless you have two doctors saying that you can have it, that you have some sort of, you know, mental disorder. <laughs> Not disorder. I can't remember what the actual terminology is, but there has to be two doctors that deem, it, you know, deem it okay for you. Um, you think, God, it's beyond the realms of possibility with how bonkers the world is, that one day they could bloody make it as illegal here and then they could go, oh, yeah, you put it, you put yours in the freezer, didn't you? Well, it's not so crazy. It's not so crazy. <laughs> if somebody would like to tell us exactly what we're supposed to do just after that has happened and you are in a total state of fog you know we can't even get a gp's appointment what are all these women now supposed to be ringing up saying can you what do i do with the remains can you come and collect them come on we, we th there's no choices here there's no choices uh we don't have a, oh, have a hard time we really do i'm sorry we do and also you know for the men i mean mark it was just horrendous he didn't know what to do any more than i did so to that woman today, Brittany Watts, 33 years old, accused of abuse of a corpse. A huge hug from across the pond. Right, I am going to try and end this with a bit of a gear change. <laughs> How do I do that? How do I lift our spirits? <laughs> what can we do to lift our spirits? Hey, it's Christmas next year. <laughs> next week, has anyone done their shopping? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's find our spark of joy. Somebody give me, thank you for that, spark of joy. A spark of joy that you've had today. And if you've never been with us when we've talked about the spark of joy, it can be the tiniest thing. I'm going to give you a spark of joy. I'll start you off. So um, somebody came to collect a load of stuff that we had, very heavy cases, da-da-da. And I was like, you know, I can get really funny about, like, people come to the door and I've got to deal with them and it's what's going to be like. And I can get really, like, I can really overthink things like that. Anyway, I opened the door and it was freezing. I went to the car, oh, God, it's freezing. And he was one of those really lovely sort of avuncular type uncle likes and he was like oh god no i know darling go on you keep yourself in here you're inside you keep yourself warm and i was just like he was just so lovely <laughs> i wanted to say to him do you want to come in for a nice cup of tea and he was just so human and jolly and yeah and he just made me feel better. He just made me feel a little bit looked after. And that was my little spark of joy so far. And actually, my coffee was lovely today. That was a spark of joy. Um, Emily Page. Put a smile on the face of a lady I care for. She struggles to have a good day usually. So that was a win for me. Oh, I love that one. Oh, that's nice. Thank you, Country Pumpkin. She said, seen my lovely face. This one. Um, come on, somebody else give me a, a, a spark of joy. I ate my kids' selection box this morning <laughs> and didn't feel any guilt. That was joy. Yay! I had a Bailey's yesterday because I was feeling so shit. I had a Bailey's for breakfast and it was really good. And it was a spark of joy and I didn't feel guilt and I didn't tell anyone until I've told you now. 
<coughs> and when my kid said, what are you having? I said, a lemon sip. The dentist got, oh, we've got a dentist spark of joy. Who's that? The dentist got me yesterday. Got, the dentist got me yesterday. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. It just sounded like your dentist got you drugs yesterday. <laughs> I'm sure that isn't what you were saying. Um, my spark of joy is I'm going to see my baby nephew today, Nicola Randall. Oh, who's this? Gemma. Oh, God, everyone's coming up with it now. Gemma's drunk a glass of Bailey's whilst cooking. Look, oh, whilst cooking tea last night. Lovely. We haven't had it for breakfast then. Songy Birds, it's her daughter's birthday today. Happy birthday to Songy Birds' daughter. Um, 17th birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you, Orla. Thank you for all the people that are saying I'm a spark of Joe. I feel a bit fast. Thank you. Um, Elizabeth Millet, I need to buy Bailey's. <laughs> Nana used to pretend Bailey's was cold coffee. Then one day my sister and I made a cup of cold coffee and we thought, we thought she loved it. <coughs> That's so funny. <coughs> right. Sainsbury's are doing the big bottle for a tenner cheap. I don't know how much it is usually, but that is, that's that's good. Um, so guys, I don't know what's gonna happen with Vlogmas today. I am really, really insisting that Mark doesn't work because he's really, really poorly and he's absolutely exhausted. He got an hour and a half sleep, sleep last night. So we will not let you down. Um, if it doesn't, hello, Jill. That gave me a spark of joy. A quiet sub has said hello. Good morning. Um, Lucy May might have one now. <laughs> That's given me a spark of joy, Lucy May. The thought of you just tooling off now to have babies. There's still some left in the glass that is left out from when was the live that we did the other day. Mm, God, it's still nice. That's from the live I did the other night with Dina. Was that two nights ago? Um, so if we, do, if we don't do an edited Vlogmas, we will definitely do a live Vlogmas. Um, so, you know, we will not let you down. There will be a Vlogmas every day, no matter what. Dawn, my sister has just finished her chemo. Oh, and that's your spark of joy. And she doesn't feel sick anymore. Feel the love gone. As you know, I've got quite a few friends with breast cancer. I know that. Just hurts you so much, doesn't it, for them? Ah, send her our love. Um, spark of joy, Dawn. Yeah, spark of joy. Okay, there we go. We ended on joy. And um, we will... Um, oh, thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle has reminded me. Thank you. Okay, so this Saturday on the Curly Cooks, Thank you, Michelle. I was going to forget it. Dina would have bloody killed. I'd have been scared to tell Dina. I wouldn't have been able to tell her. So last week on Curly Cooks, we were talking about the lovely moments around Christmas, around food that would make us feel really Christmassy. So we wanted some stories of that to read out. Now, it doesn't have to be a recipe, but if there is a recipe, something that you made with an aunt, an uncle, a mum, a dad, a carer, anybody with a sister or a brother anybody because we like or a, or a friend just we like those stories where there's a little bit of the the person in it as well because food and food and people are so connected aren't they 
So it could either be a recipe, my mum always made these, or it can be just a little story about the connection of food and Christmas and what makes you feel Christmassy, like is it the smell of mulled wine? Is it when is it stirring the pud and putting the sixpence in? Um, we're gonna make some coconut ice, me and Dina, and peppermint creams, because that was the thing we always used to make with my mum around Christmas, and it's what used to make us feel really Christmassy. So we'll be doing that. But um, so so if you've if you've got a story around coconut ice and peppermint creams, that's fine. But if not, if something else, is it gingerbread? Is it whatever? And um, lovely Michelle has put a link underneath here um, for you to to leave your your message. So a little bit of a story. Don't worry, it doesn't have to be brilliantly written, just even a few lines or whatever. Because do you remember when we did that last time with the recipes? It was so lovely. It was so moving. Do you know what? I think that was my favourite. The two, the two times we did that was our favourite curly cooks. Both times we loved it. Ah, Janine, Amory, peppermint creams. Do you know what, though? They're probably going to be shit, our ones, because they always were. And ever since I've tried to make them, they always look a bit shit. <laughs> but I think that's part of the charm. All right, darlings. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I know I was all over the place today. And, um, yeah, lots of love. And I might see you tonight. Uh, oh, Michelle's had a tooth out. She can't eat anything less it's soft. Well, peppermint creams are lovely and soft. Just stick them to the roof of your mouth and suck them. Lots of love, everybody. Okay, Gemma Perry, put your address in the email. And I will, because I'm sending them off today. Um, oh, Michelle, if you could send me any of those addresses, actually, because I'm going to get them done and send them out today so you get them in time. So, my lovelies, lots of love, and I'll probably see you later for a live Vlogmas. Mwah. Maybe I'll pull Dina in on it. Bye.